0: Happy to have you aboard here for the Really Big Barbecue Show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me.
1: Fine, how do you
2: You have a
3: great show of a big fan. Boing. So what, what What? seems to be the problem
1: here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle.
0: It's all about the Charbonneau, dude. Succulent fish, what? We ate two feet before we ate. Oh, listen, LaBernia, shake your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed.
1: <laughs> we have
0: top men
2: working on it right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Top
0: men. And it looks like that. We are into the second hour the barbecue central show we are covering the world of live fire in ways that nobody else does people say they cover the world of live fire but nobody's doing it like we are and by we i mean me still to come on this show this evening sam the cooking guy in about 10 minutes from now or less and closing the show the host the eat more barbecue podcast Based in Alberta, Canada, Ryan Sanderson will join me. Don't forget you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and the Snaps slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch slash rempy on YouTube and audibly on Clubhouse. If you want to play what does Sam like Best, and your name is something other than Lance Owens, no disrespect, Lance, because you won already. Pile into that clubhouse room and then raise your hand and we'll have you up and ready to go to play as we lead off Sam's segment here in just a few minutes. You can also get an ad-free podcast feed experience through these two avenues, Patreon, and that website is patreon.com slash BBQ Central Show. Or you can apply for the ad-free experience right through Apple Podcasts if you listen that way just subscribe to the show through there. You'll see the little banner for an ad-free podcast feed experience and subscribe right there. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, episode 218. We'll bring you all the way back to March 2016. And this is how I know that John Solberg does a great job with this best moments show. He pulls what we like to call the deep cuts. In fact, this was so deep, even John missed it the first time around. Uh It was a pre-recorded show. In fact, let me ask you this question. Does anybody remember something called the Barbecue Roundup? Anybody? Raise your hand, instant chat, feedback. Does anybody remember something called the Barbecue Roundup? This was a pre recorded show. I was hitting a few top barbecue news stories of the week outside of what I was doing for the show. I was looking at competitions, getting results. I was interviewing some of those folks, but very quick hitting, talking about food festivals. If you've ever listened to the podcast Whiskey Cast, I've had uh, Mark on the show, the host of Whiskey Cast, on the show a couple different times. It was loosely based around the concept of that show and the way that I was doing it, but it was all pre-recorded. It was a podcast, podcast, if you will. I think I made it in about five or six episodes, and then it went away. Why? Because Meathead heard all about it, listened to it, loved it, and said, hey, before this thing really gets big, I want to buy the concept and you, and have it be my exclusive PitCast for his paying membership over there on the AmazingRibs.com pay side. And that's how the whole thing got started on his website and how it ended on my website. So there you go. little insight there. We're pulling back the curtain. By the way, a little fun fact here. As the barbecue roundup transitioned over into what was known as the PitCast over to AmazingRib.com, At AmazingRibs.com, the PitCast went for about 200 episodes. So if you've never heard of the Barbecue Roundup and you never paid money to be on Meathead's Pit Member Club or whatever it's called, you never heard anything, you never saw the light of day on anything, that either was the Barbecue Roundup or the PitCast. That thing ran for almost 200 episodes, maybe a little over 200 episodes. So saying that, If you stop to think about it, between the Barbecue Central show, which, by the way, I don't know if anybody's aware of this total or not, the Barbecue Central show is well over 1,000 episodes. (laughs) Well over. So between the shows that the Barbecue Central show has done, and then, of course, we know that the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less... This Friday, we'll be releasing episode 218. And then you have that pit cast at around 200 episodes. I think I might be involved in some form or fashion with three of the longest-running barbecue-related podcasts ever in the history of barbecue-related podcasts of all time. This show, of course, we know is the longest-running, most downloaded show The Pit cast, which was an exclusive and still ran out. And then, of course, the best moments. I think uh, Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints is uh, ahead of two. I mean, he's not ahead of me, but uh, of the Barbecue Central show. But he might be well ahead of those other two. But after that, I don't know who has that many episodes in the can already that's still producing content. Somebody fell off the face of the earth around the middle of last year, but we're not going to mention that. that Had that person still been producing content, they'd be up in the top two or three. But I think it's me and Kevin's barbecue joints right now uh, being one and two. If I'm mistaken, feel free to jump in and correct me. But outside of him, I might have three of the top ten or three of the top seven longest running. Barbecue related podcast. So, congratulations to me. Hey, I got a message from my pal Jay over at the Grill Coach podcast. I like to make friends with some folks on the live fire podcast front. In fact, I'll be having my pal Ryan Sanderson here in about 20 minutes. But Jay over at the Grill Coach podcast was taking in last week's best moment show, you know, with Ronnie Lots. And he's texting me all of a sudden, hey, listening to Ronnie Lotts, and just wanted to tell you that on two different occasions while visiting the Windy City, on the strength of his interviews that I had heard while consuming the show, I've been to Cigars and Stripes, Ronnie Lotts establishment, not once, but twice. So quickly, I'm texting him back and I'm like, well, what did you think about it? How did you like it? Jay said, Ronnie is even more lively in person. I find that hard to be truthful. Jay has no reason to lie. I just find it hard to believe because of how much of a personality he was on my show during the segment times when he could have been potentially reserved and he was not. So to see him more lively in person makes me only want to get out there more. And Jay said that Jay stole his wing technique. Smokes him and then refrigerates them until somebody orders them, then throws them on the direct fire grill to reheat and finish before running them out to the customer. So Jay has bogarted Ronnie Lott's wing technique. So how about that? So we thank Jay from the Grill Coach Podcast. Hope you're doing well, my friend. on In many different fronts, hope you're doing well, but appreciate you reaching out. And he has been to Cigars and Stripes two more times than I have, although. The last time I was in Chicago, I did try to get out to Cigars and Stripes, but Ronnie was not going to be there when I was going to be there. And there's no way I'm going all the way out. We were in Rose Rose Lawn or whatever the hell it is over by Chicago, uh, O'Hare Airport. I wasn't going to ride the L in to not get Ronnie. And there's just no way that's happening. So there you have it. Thanks to Jay. Now, let me look at this clubhouse. There's Sam. All right. He's in there. Hey, here's Chris Helmink. We'll invite him on stage. He's got his hands raised. And he'll be playing What Does Sam Like Best when we come back after I tell you about David Leans and the Do Wellness program. Maybe you've heard that having a dad bod was cool or being... <laughs> was really cool well it's not take it from a stud like me there's nothing sexy about wearing your gluttony everywhere you go not to mention being overweight increases all the risks and causes of mortality including strokes and cancer coronary artery disease sleep apnea hypertension osteoarthritis mental illness Making the decision to change decades-old food habits can mean the difference between you attaining your health goals versus dealing with unknown health challenges that you and your family will have to face down the road. Luckily, thanks to my pal and friend of show, backyard barbecue enthusiast and men's health coach, David McDowell, you can now eat barbecue all year round and still lose the fat fat with David You've got assistance around the clock. He's just a text message, an iMessage, a WhatsApp message, or an email away. He's also available to FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp, video chat, whenever you need him, even on short notice. Now, where some coaches are charging $500 a month for some canned diet plan and one to two BS check-ins a month, partnering with David allows you access to a resource who is available effectively 24-7. Now... You can sign up for not 500 not 400 not 300 not $275, $200 a month. We're winning right now. You can get your health in order. You get your health goals in order for 2022. It's not too late. $200 a month to get access to this guy. Have you seen him? Abs for days. Deltoids peaking. He knows what it's all about. You should see this guy cook. Follow him on Earl's Cookout on Instagram. This guy's eating the food that we eat. However, he can help you not be so fat. fat. Go to DavidLeans.com slash BBQ to sign up right now and take advantage of somebody that can help you get over the edge. I mean, we're having a little fun here during the read. But if you know you need to get better, you just don't know how to do it or have the right tools, partner with David. Invest in yourself. 200 bucks a month. Give me a break. DavidLeans.com slash BBQ to sign up right now. That's DavidLeans.com. Dot com slash BBQ to sign up right now. And we'll be back with Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show.
0: All right, welcome back. And this portion being brought to you by smithfield.com. Head on over there right now for recipes as well as tips and tricks from the most well-known live fire cooks. Like Darren Worth and Jess Pryles and Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield fresh pork, quite simply... Some of the finest pork money can buy, the trusted choice of top cooks for use at home and at competitions at smithfield.com. My next guest is blowing it all up over YouTube with over 3 million subscribers that eagerly watches cooking video three times per week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And he helps me open up a brand new month in the second hour each and every month over the last handful of years. It is my pal, not yours, Sam the Cooking Guy, from Mexico. Hey, Sam.
3: Well, why can't I be there?
0: Why can't no, I be there? No, 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 no. My pal. You know okay, I'm very possessive, fine, fine, so fine, it's my pal. Fine, fine. I get it. Be it. I get it. it. I get it. All right. Uh, now, let me ask Chris real quick. Uh, Chris, make sure that your mic is muted until I tell you to unmute, and uh, then you can play the game. Very good. Uh, Sam, you're joining us from Mexico. Are you on business, or are you on pleasure?
3: Oh, it's pleasure, 1000% Mm. pleasure.
0: And is it, do you have a go to spot in Mexico or do you like to jump around a little
3: bit? I like to jump around. I love Mexico. I love the people. I love the food. I love the vibe. I love the weather. I love everything. We happen to be in Cancun because uh, my sister in law, one of my sister in laws, organized this and we're here and and uh, happy, and it's now, uh, you know, ten fifteen mm-hmm. your time, my time, but, you know, we had some, I had some problems tonight. I <laughs> assumed this, like, I got it all wrong. I, I, I got stuck on the timing. Of and My local San Diego time. You know, when you go away and stuff changes in your calendar, you get all messed up, and I got messed up. But anyway, we're here. I'm happy You're there, and uh, let's go, baby. Let's just go.
0: All right, and you sound great, by the way. So even though you don't have your mic, it's really not that much of a sound trade-off, so we really appreciate that. Good. I'm happy about that. Are you ready to play the game show Sweeping the Nation that's called What Does Sam Like Best? I'm
3: going to be a little embarrassed right now and tell you that I love this game.
0: Don't be embarrassed. This is why we do it. I I really do. I think it's... (laughs) We ha-
3: I think we have a lot of fun.
0: Yes. I really do. We do. Yeah. And you can win great prizes. By the way, before we get to Chris, and I tell him to unmute, what does Chris Helmink have a chance of winning this evening?
3: Well, let's put it this way. Chris can choose my most recent book, uh, Recipes with Intentional Leftovers. My next book that will come out uh, May 17th, uh, Sam the Cooking Guy Between the Buns, a Sam the Cooking Guy Cast Iron Pan, oh, or... A Sam the Cooking Guy, uh, Nikiri knife, seven inch Nakiri knife. It's all him. He, well, I'm I'm here for Chris.
0: All right, Chris, unmute yourself and uh, get up here real quick. Uh, do you have out of that myriad of potential prizes? Do you have one that particularly appeals to you that we can play for this evening?
4: Well, I already have his previous cookbook. All right. I have pre-ordered his next cookbook.
0: Look at this guy. He's a fan.
4: Well, yeah, I'm kind of a super fan. A lot of pressure love on me him. tonight. Love
0: like? him, love him.
3: Yeah, what about the I, knife? I actually, um,
4: the, I, I think I'd have to go with the uh, with the cast
3: iron. a oh, boy, all right. A boy. We love the Good cast cast for him. Pan, no doubt. By all the right. way, the the cast iron um, we freaking love. We try and use it as much as possible. And uh, there's a video coming up with the cast iron. There's, a tons of, there's tons of videos with it. It's all good. Look, for especially for your audience, and I'm not pimping my shit right now. I'm just saying, cast iron in the live fire world is something everybody should have. Yes. I would say the first thing you should do, this is completely not me, you should go try and uh, borrow, beg, steal your grandmother's or parents' cast iron. Because old school cast iron is the best cast iron. But if you can't get that, then my cast iron would be the next one that you should get.
0: Yeah, I, I have both. I have your cast iron pan. I also have one from my dad's uh, parents, my grandparents. I think it's a, a yeah. is it Wagner or Wagner? I mean, it's Wagner. Yeah, I, I, have, Wagner. I have some Wagner myself. Very nice. Uh, Chris, are you on, uh, uh, like, AirPods or anything? Are you just on the phone or speaker or Uh, what?
4: I'm on on AirPods.
0: All right. Uh, Can you get off of AirPods and, like, hold the phone up to you? I just want you to match Sam's, uh, you know, volume a little bit if possible. You're a little weak. You're a little weak. Oh, God.
3: I'm sorry, Chris. I I did not ask... uh, uh, our boy to say that to you. No, I know what your name is. Right. is Do not ask him to say that to you. Uh, yeah, I apologize for that. Uh, I think Chris on, is a, a fan of on the, on the show to side. know
0: enough that I am somebody that demands sound quality and I am not going to make any more bones about it. Uh, last year was a new flower of mine that I grew and now I'm cultivating into a whole garden of audio flowers that we're going to be doing here. So Chris, are you ready to play?
4: I am ready to get
0: to play. All right. But, but, so, okay, good. What, Sam?
3: Nothing. Fucking going. All right, here we go. go.
0: Welcome, everybody, to What Does Sam Like Best? Where our contestant, Chris, will now have to answer the best three out of five in order for him to win sam's 12 inch cast iron pan which by the way also has a lid which many cast iron fans do not come with a lid so that's a value add that we certainly appreciate but before we play the game chris tell us a little bit about yourself
4: well like sam i am a canadian
0: oh we won't hold that against you
3: where are you from
4: where's he from from? Kelowna, british columbia
3: i went to camp in Kelowna.
4: I know. We we had had a a talk a couple of years ago. Oh, my God. And uh, you sat with us for about 10 minutes. Was
3: that nice? He doesn't remember you.
4: Fantastic. (laughs) You were fantastic.
3: Shut up, Greg. He does remember me. (laughs) No, you don't remember him. (laughs) No, I don't. But I'm, look, I'm much older (laughs) than him. And I smoked way too much weed. Oh, we know all about that. All right, here we go. Let's get into the questions. Fine, fine,
0: fine. Chris, it's a love fest. What can I tell you? Question number one. Already? And I have a feeling, Sam, I don't know if you have the same good feeling, but I think Chris might sweep this. He's a super fan right off the bat. Well, let's find
3: out. By the way, no special treatment for Chris. That's right. Because he's Canadian and lives in Kelowna where I went to camp.
0: Of the two, does Sam prefer chicken or turkey?
4: I'm gonna have to go with chicken.
0: Chicken, right? Final answer.
4: That is my final answer. We lock it in.
0: Sam, between the two, chicken or turkey? Chris says chicken. What say you? I fucking
3: love turkey, and I do. I, and every time I have it, I say I never have it enough. But I'm going with chicken.
2: Nice. All right.
3: One down. Not, not, not because he's Canadian. Because no, you're allowed to like what my, you like. We, we have chicken
0: probably twice a week. Yeah, same. I love yeah. chicken. It's Question number two. Remember, you get this one right, Chris, and you are on what we call a winning streak. <laughs> of the two, does Sam prefer Mexican-inspired food or Asian? Inspired food?
3: It's a really, really good question, by the way. Yeah. uh, This uh, this probably would have been
0: even better for anybody else besides Chris. (laughs) By the way, I
3: have to actually think about this. Really? Yeah, this Um. is not a a no brainer for me. All right. Chris, what do you think? The
4: the, the, the first instinct is to go with Mexican because he's right there and he has a burrito every day.
3: He's
0: in Mexico right now.
4: Yeah, it's got to be Mexico. It's got to be the burritos. I'm going with the burrito.
0: Final
3: answer? Final answer. All right. Wow. I love the thinking. And you know what? He's right, in a sense, because uh, I cooked tonight. We've we've been here since Friday. We've gone out for dinner. Tonight, I made my carne asada, which, by the way, if you you listening and you haven't made it, you should make it. It's rather spectacular. Mm-hmm. I made Mexican rice tonight i have tequila in my glass right now and i absolutely have an affinity for mexican food san diego 20 minutes from where i live to downtown to tijuana that being said i grew up with a ton of uh asian food uh sorry chris i gotta go with uh, asian
0: Look, I don't want to bring the hammer here, Sam, but if you said Mexican, I was going to buzz it and say wrong answer anyway. Because any fan (laughs) of yours or who has ever listened to you on this show has always heard the constant refrain of, if I can add a little Asian inspiration to my dish, you're going to do it. So we all knew that. All right, Chris, maybe you don't know Sam as much as you thought you did. I'm a better friend than you are, no doubt about it. And you're not on a winning streak.
3: There's still more questions, though. Of course. We're good. We're
0: that's good. right. So we go to question three. This one. I am with bated breath. Chris, between the two liquors, which does Sam like best? Cachaca or Absinthe?
4: Okay. I have Ooh. no idea what either of those are. So well, All right. Number cachaça
0: Cachaça, cachaça is a Brazilian rum, which is the main ingredient in something called a caipirinha, which is delicious. And absinthe is a key component in the oldest cocktail in the world called a Sazerac, which has black licorice components. And also outlawed for many years, thinking that it was some kind of a mind F if you drank it.
4: Well, I'm going to have to go with the first
0: one because I don't even know what that was called again. Cachaca. So the, first,
4: the first one is Cachashi. K-
0: all right. Still with the mispronunciation. That's all right. We'll let it fly. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, between Cachaca and Absinthe, which one do you like?
3: Well, let me just tell you this. Cachasa <laughs> made, in, made into a caipirinha is delicious. Delicious. Cachasa k- by itself I do not like mm. uh, absinthe. I think is a bunch of fucking BS. <laughs> I'm going with Kachasa. He gets the point.
0: All right, very good. Now we are coming to the end. We're at question number four. You have one. You have two right. You have one wrong. So you could win it right here. However, if you piss this one away, we got question number five to win the cast iron. So here we go, Chris. Which band does Sam like best? Foreigner or Toto? <laughs> both, both yacht rock favorites of mine, by the way. Well,
4: I'm gonna have to go with Foreigner because Foreigner Four was one of the best uh,
1: albums out there, so it's got to be Foreigner.
0: All right, uh, final answer on Foreigner. We'll lock him in, Sam. Between the two, Foreigner or Toto, which one do you like best?
3: I only have this to say to Chris. I want to know what love is.
0: I want you
3: to show me.
0: (laughs) Well, look at you. That's a Foreigner rapper. One of the greatest bands
3: ever. And when the choir comes in on the backside of that song... Uh, I I still, at my ripe age, get get goosebumps.
0: All right. Well, Chris, you've done it. You have picked what Sam's like best. In fact, you've done it quicker than anybody else over these last handful of months. It's always gone to question number five. But you've done it in four, so you get the cast iron pan. Send me an email with your shipping address. And I will forward that to Sam, and he will send that pan out to you, Greg, at the BBQ Central Show. And thank you for playing, Chris. Thank you. Way, right. way to go, Chris. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, All right. Went. So there nice is job. Chris Helmick. And uh, I'm sorry, Helmink. Unless I'm saying his last name wrong, which would be completely ironic since I was busting his balls about how he wasn't saying <laughs> anything right. But that's how I roll. All right. So. We are going to get his info. We'll forward that over to you, Sam, and have you take care of it As, there, as you always great. do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, before we uh, end this segment, let me ask you two quick questions. Last month you were on. You did a whole big run up on those McDonald's hacks. Still a thing, or no?
3: No, I think it away. I think it went away really quickly. Yeah
0: once people realize they had to buy all that shit separately and construct themselves yeah. it's like the the american way is like either somebody do it for me or i'm out
3: <laughs> no I, I no i don't think it's exactly like that but i do think that people heard the hacks and thought what a great idea that they're making them and then they went there and they were like wait i gotta buy like three effing things yeah. to put the one together That just was kind of screwed up in my mind. I don't know why they did that. And the prices were somehow adjusted, I guess. I don't really know. But it pissed me off, and I didn't like that the whole thing happened that way.
0: Yours look much better than what you'd get at McDonald's anyway. So if you missed that video, go over to the Cooking Guys YouTube channel and check those out. Now, what I wanted to talk to you about this evening. This game always takes more time than I really anticipate, but that's all right. Risotto. You made that, uh, not this past video, but I think it was two videos ago, right at the end of last week, I think it was. This is something that I never think about making. And then I watch you make it, and I'm like, damn it. I go to a restaurant, and what's the one thing that would jump off a plate that I'm not thinking is going to grab me by the mouth? It's risotto when it's made well. How easy is it to make?
3: Uh, I think it's stupid easy. You know, the the hardest part of making risotto, uh, and I say risotto.
0: Yes, Gordon Ramsay.
3: Because (laughs) I'm Canadian, because the Brits say it, because that's my inclination. The hardest part is the time it takes, which is about 20 minutes. It's not a big deal it just it's a little uh, you invest a little time a little love you you stand you stir you put rice in and you add broth and then it look
0: uh, is the mistake that people uh, make when tr- attempting it is they get impatient and or they don't give I, it enough time
3: i think so i mean maybe look a brisket takes what uh, 10 12 14 hours uh, uh a pork shoulder, a butt takes the same. I mean, you have to put some time into some of these things that we really love. And risotto is not complicated. It's just a little time consuming. And time consuming for risotto is about 20, 25 minutes. It's just not a big commitment. But the result at the end is really kind of fantastic. I Look, it's one of those things, you can't buy it made. Um,
0: oh. Don't I mean, like packet it, it from risotto, a res- or anything like you,
3: that? You, no, you can get it from a restaurant and bring it home and warm it up, but it's not like something you can get in a thing and put in the microwave or in the oven and, and make happen. Uh, it's just one of those things that if you like cooking, take the
0: time... Mm
3: to make this because it's really fantastic you should do
0: this is, is this it, is something that's important is there standard risotto and then you can add weird shit from there
3: yeah i you know i think you're probably right greg i you know the one i did was a mushroom one i think there's a threw a little truffle in at the end yep. but but i think just the regular one chicken broth and parmesan and that's probably it and by itself it's fucking delicious I mean, look, what's the goal? How long are we on this planet? Do you, do you want to eat things that are okay? Or would you rather walk away from a meal or a dish and go, that was fucking delicious? Yeah. I think that's what we're going for. Um, I, look, I lost a brother-in-law a year ago. And I know what his view of the world in terms of food was. And he tried to live each day as deliciously as he could. And uh, I try and live each day, yes, as deliciously as I can, but also fill my days the right way. And I don't want just rice. Yes, risotto is rice, but it's a, just a fully blown out, way delicious, creamy, amazing version. Make the best version of the food that you can. Really, that's the short version of what I'm trying to say.
0: And don't always eat the same damn thing. If that's one oh, thing God. that Sam and I can press out to all of you, and that he mentioned at oh, yes. the end of his videos as well. Uh, Sam, what should Crazy. we be making for dinner tomorrow night?
3: Oh God! Uh, look, we just did a, we just did a five parts. Uh, instant pot video yep there's macaroni and cheese there was jambalaya uh, there was ribs uh, look I think you should make something comfort food ish right now I think the jambalaya that we made is a really good thing it's raw shrimp it's the shredded cooked chicken it's on dewy sausage mm. It's chicken broth, it's rice, and it's diced green chilies, and it's creole seasoning. That's it. Uh, It's, I don't know, six or seven ingredients. You put them in a rice cooker, you turn it on, and about a half an hour later, it's crazy delicious. That's what I think you should make. So, you can follow the the Instant Pot version that's on my uh, website and on the... Uh, cookingguy.com uh, YouTube channel or you can make the rice cooker version that's on my website but I think you should make it because it is stupidly delicious and it's so simple to make that that's the kind of thing that I like that's simple that's quick that's you throw everything in and half an hour later you're like oh my effing g!" we just made that? That's great. And let me just say to your fans, to this Live Fire community, yes, that we will debut a video on March 30th oh? that uh, will uh, show you a brand new product in the world that we are here to talk about all the time that will be... A, a, and, ho- oh, holy shit, what just happened kind of thing. We're going to be cooking on something that uh, will be debuted that day. If you call me later, buddy, I'll tell you all about
0: it. I mean, it. you are rolling out a tease, the likes I can't even begin to wrap my head around. Yes, yes,
3: yes, yes. yes. Oh, my God. Let's put it this way. Uh, I can't really tell you. <laughs> I have signed an NDA. Really? Really? Absolutely! Holy moly!
0: And they, I mean, no offense—they came to you for this. <laughs> offense taken, douche! <laughs> uh,
3: how can I not take offense? Well, to I that? mean, if
0: it's if it's coming to the live fire community, then why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't they be coming to me to say, "Hey, let's talk about this. Let's ramp it up." Just because you got I, four I, million I, YouTube subscribers and I don't? I, I, have, I, put, I have four. I,
3: I posted on my Instagram a couple weeks ago. I was walking down the street, and a guy came up to me as I'm walking with my dogs, and he goes, Sam, the cookie guy? I go, yeah. He goes, I I used to watch you when I had nothing to do. And I was like, "Uh, uh, okay, thanks, Uh, I guess. I don't know.
0: Glad you found something to
3: do. (laughs) <laughs> so thank you for that backhanded compliment, yeah. Greg, that oh, they we. came to you <laughs> and not, they came to me and not you, but yeah.
0: good job. Geez. Well, I can't wait. I mean, 30 days from now, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to have to call you immediately when I'm off air or I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. So you can tell me all about it and then I got to figure and out I will, how I'm going to keep my I mouth will,
3: shut for 28 days. And I will say on the air, I'm not
0: allowed to Of course. You. I mean, you, you, you'll, you'll tell me no, but I have to ask. I will tell you now. Sam's in Cancun right now, and he's having the time of his life. He loves Mexico, the people, and the food, as he had talked about in the open. And luckily, Chris, who played along with us there at the top of the segment, has won a 12-inch cast iron pan that comes with a lid. Sam, always appreciate the time, appreciate your friendship, the time you give to the show. Uh, Enjoy your your Cancun.
3: Thank you. We are March 30th. Sam the Cooking Guy on YouTube. Wait for it. It's
0: Smash the subscribe button and ring the bell, as they say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. There he is. Sam the Cooking Guy. Thanks, pal. Uh, That's Sam the Cooking Guy in Cancun, if you can believe it. So I appreciate the fact that he's taking time out of the vacation to do a segment here on the show. His monthly segment, I might add. Uh, We're a little long, but Ryan is in the green room ready to go, and we'll get to him here in just one second. I'll talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue and grilling, a curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Known for the championship rubs and seasonings, of course, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit and in the backyard offering 13 perfectly balanced flavors that transform ordinary meals into extraordinary. Of course, they also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everybody, give Granny's Barbecue Sauce a try. And aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they're selling some of the best cookers out there on the market. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2 Star General Pellet Cooker, Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? fine take a look at that old hickory ace bp it's the only charcoal smoker that big papa trusts on his competition trailer if you're not sure of what grill you need call and ask questions 877-828-0727 that's 877-828-0727 or shop their website at bigpopsmokers.com that's b-i-g-p-o-p-p-a smokers We are back with Ryan Sanderson from Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Right after this, stick around. Be right back. You're
2: listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show.
0: And this portion being brought to you by Vordic Watches, a small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company looking to preserve and enhance the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America. They make, they take pocket watches, turn them into wrist watches. Each one is individual and unique. Check them out at Vordic.com Watches dot com. All right, coming out of the bullpen tonight, someone who does a bit of what I do, but does it up north. Indeed, the great White North, to be specific. If you like shows that cover the live fire industry, then you want to check him out as well if you aren't subscribed already. Let's go ahead and race to the hotline and welcome in first timer to the show and the host of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast, Ryan Sanderson joining me. Hey Ryan.
1: Greg Rampy, you sexy uh, motherfucker. How are you doing this evening? I
0: am absolutely spectacular. <laughs> I apologize for going over, but your Canadian brethren hey. uh, was a little loose with a bowl of loudmouth soup, I would guess. Uh, and uh, here Cana- is Canadian where we're
1: Heavy at. on the back end this yes, evening. No You're doubt. Canadian Heavy on the back end. Yeah, who
0: evening. knew it was going to be such a Canadian yep. Heavy show here in the second part? But uh, certainly we love all of the Canadians that are taking part with the show, that are loving live fire. So we're happy to have you on the show here. So before we get into the show and the big milestone that you're getting ready to hit here shortly, let's get a quick background on you, where you're based out of, what you do for a living, and then we can build into the live uh, live fire stuff from there.
1: Absolutely, and first of all, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to uh, come on the show and talk about what I'm doing, so I truly appreciate that, Greg. Uh, I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, lived here since 1996, grew up a couple provinces over in Winnipeg uh, prior to that, Uh, and uh, just, uh, we were talking the other day, celebrated my uh, 30-year anniversary in the uh, transportation and logistics industry a couple weeks ago, so that's uh, work for a trucking company. Uh, somewhat related to what you're doing, uh, just a different end of it. So
0: That's right. Uh, transportation is what I would refer to as one of the sexiest professions that you can do out there, of <laughs> course. A- absolutely. That's why we're in it. That's why that's, we're that's in it. That's what I tell Do you have any kind of live fire background? In other words, is this something that you grew up around and just followed suit, or do you get into it later in life?
1: Later in life, for the most part, certainly remember as a kid, you know, family barbecues and that sort of thing, but never anything uh, uh, too heavy duty. But uh, yeah, as I grew up and got married, uh, grilling at home got into it that way. And then about ten years ago, my wife, uh, for our anniversary, bought me uh, "Peace, Love, and Barbecue," the uh-huh. the Mike and Amy Mills book. Yep, and that kind of set me off on this uh, this little journey that I've been on uh, since then. So.
0: Where does the interest or where does the spark come from? Pun intended to get a barbecue podcast going and when did you officially roll out?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess the spark, uh, 2014 I, with, uh, the company I'm working with, uh, started heading down to Houston area about once a year for work. And while I was down there, I would, uh, have a weekend and I'd make, uh, uh, some little barbecue road trips in and around the Houston and Austin area. Uh, The first one was a a drive out to Louis Mueller Barbecue in Taylor, which uh, really set the hook for me. Um, And while I was doing those trips and meeting all these neat people and eating all this amazing food, I wanted to a a way to keep uh, documented for myself mostly to remember it. So I started a blog, which turned into social media accounts, and then I got the idea of How can I take what they're doing in the South and Texas and the Southern US and help grow that up here in Alberta and Canada? Uh, So a website was formed, which then uh, was a fan of barbecue podcasts, including your show. And in 2018, I started the Eat More Barbecue podcast with the uh, primary goal of helping grow that barbecue, that Southern barbecue culture here in Alberta and Canada on a whole.
0: In 2018, as you look back versus where we're mm-hmm. sitting here, beginning of the end of quarter number one here in 2022, what was mm-hmm. the scene of barbecue like in Canada and how has that changed or has it changed in four years? Uh,
1: it has changed. It's grown for sure. COVID, uh, kind of put a, a dent into things on the restaurant side of it for sure. But as you're aware, uh, the, the home cooking, backyard cooking, that's, uh, that's exploded. Um, so certainly a, a big uh, a big community here in Canada for that. Uh, really an amazing, dynamic group of people, and uh, uh, nice to see now as uh, some of the mandates and restrictions are being lifted. The restaurants are kind of able to start getting back, uh, get their feet back under them. Uh, those that survived, at least, uh, uh, happy to say for the most part that uh, at least the ones here in Alberta, not too many uh, long term casualties uh, to report on that end. So.
0: Is there a Canadian style of barbecue? When you look at Southern style barbecue here in the States, obviously you have the Meccas, the Carolinas, Texas, Memphis, Kansas City. There's other states that want to claim, like, you know, the city of Cleveland claims they have a Cleveland style of barbecue, thanks mm-hmm. to Iron Chef Michael Simon. Uh, I think California right. is looking to edge their way into a California style barbecue uh, more with the tri tip than anything else. Does Canada have any type of Signature barbecue, or is it just Southern style barbecue and they've taken it up there?
1: I would say primarily it's Southern style barbecue uh, that we've adopted. And, you know, folks put every restaurant will put their own little spin on things, but largely it's uh, it's much the same of what you'll get uh, if you're going into the South there.
0: When you start the Eat More Barbecue podcast, as you said, you're looking to cover Canada in its essence and promote Southern barbecue and everything that's going on up there. How were those first couple interviews and how was, how did the show sound back then and how does it sound now?
1: Uh, anxious, I would say would probably be the, the best word for the first few, but certainly as I got talking to people and got more comfortable with it, uh, the first, I I couldn't even put a number the first number of episodes, I was sitting down live recording with people. Um, and the recorder I had did a pretty decent job of that. Um, as, uh, time went on and, uh, not always able to meet face to face with folks, uh, started doing, uh, recordings over, uh, Skype and now zoom. And, uh, that's actually when you first reached out to me and, uh, we, we've talked about that, uh, the sound quality on those first, uh, those first ones wasn't the best, but, uh, with your, uh, your suggestion and some recommendations upgraded my, my equipment so I can, uh, produce a better sounding podcast when I am doing it over, uh, over, uh, the computer.
0: So you prefer to be in front of somebody to do the interviews or I, absolutely. If I, if I can be
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: As a positive of the zoom though, giving you access to, I mean, uh, you know, Canada is obviously a huge country. Um, you know, it sits right on top of the United States. So we have yes. some concept of how big it is, but then of course it also goes you know north like forever. So. It's probably yeah. not easy for you to jump in the car and, you know, race out to Whistler to do an interview with, you know, some barbecue joint out there and then race no. all the way back over to uh, you know, Toronto or, you know, wherever to to do another one. Yeah, so, no, I no. assume Zoom has helped you uh, you know, broaden your guest reach.
1: Oh, 100%. Yep. It's uh, you know, I've had had I've had you on the show uh had the honor of having uh, Wayne Mueller from Louis Mueller Barbecue on uh, and as far away as Ben Arnett from uh, from Australia has been on the show, so uh, yeah, absolutely Zoom. Uh, as much as I'd love to be able to just share the stories of the folks here in Alberta and Canada, it's uh, geographically limited that way. So the, doing it over the computer has certainly given me the a much broader reach.
0: When is episode two hundred releasing?
1: Uh, April twenty seventh is the uh, the scheduled date for episode two hundred, so that's uh, just a little over a month away here. Yep. And uh, yeah,
0: this is a pinnacle uh, in, in my mind. This is a pinnacle number of podcasts. You'll see people pretty excited, invested, wanting to to push out. They get to a hundred episodes, and that's a big deal. And that also seems to be a point where podcasts will fizzle out maybe they started really aggressive in their release schedule and then they started to back off. And they started to back off and they got to a hundred and boom, there you go. Uh, they're done. They can say, plant the flag at hundred, call it a day. And there you go. Well, adding on another hundred, I mean, if you're doing one a week, there's 52 weeks in a year, you know, that's going to take you another two years to get, um, rough yep. math, unless you're doing more than that. So that's quite a, a time commitment to get to 200 episodes. What do you think the biggest changes in the Eat More Barbecue podcast have been over those first 200 or what will be 200 episodes?
1: Um, certainly as of late and being able to use Zoom, as we talked about, getting outside of the, the borders of Alberta and Canada. I've been doing a lot more with folks uh, uh, further away in Canada and in the U.S. Uh, so I would say that's the biggest. Initially, it was a very... Alberta barbecue centered podcast. Uh, If you look back the first uh, probably 20 to 30, 40 episodes were primarily Alberta uh, and Canada for sure. So I would say just that geographic reach would be the biggest change.
0: As you're taking the pulse of your barbecue community, what's been the biggest (coughs) change over the last couple of years or the biggest trend that you guys see?
1: Uh, Just, the growth of it, um, the quality of the restaurants, uh, going back kind of when I first started, uh, going to some of these barbecue restaurants around here, you know, they were okay. Um, but as, as the, uh, as it's grown here, those restaurants have really upped their quality and, uh, to the point where you've got some places here where I would put them on par with some of the, the Texas places I've been able to visit, uh, which is awesome. It's, uh, you know, the, just the dedication to the craft of the cooking. Uh, the competition scene here in Alberta and Canada continues to grow. Uh, I jumped into the competition uh, circuit a bit last year and uh, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, uh, joined up with a couple of guys here and uh, we just renamed our team. Moose Knuckle Barbecue is uh, ready to rock and roll for 2022 here on uh, in Alberta. We've got uh, registered for a couple already and ready to go. So that continues to grow. I think we'll have four or five. Competitions in Alberta this year. Um, a couple others uh, in Saskatchewan and British Columbia on to the east or west of us, uh, you know, the, within driving range uh, distance for folks. So, uh, more and more opportunities for people to get out and compete in KCBS competitions.
0: Brian Sanderson joining us here on the show. His website, by the way, Eat More Barbecue, that's spelled out B A R B E C U E. eatmorebarbecue.ca because it's Canada, of course. Yeah. Two hard hitting questions. Before I let Uh-oh. you go this evening, here's number one. Right. When I think of Canadian barbecue names, Ted Reader is mm-hmm. the first one that comes to mind. Absolutely. Daniel well, Bennett, uh, probably 1B, yeah. uh, DivaQ, of course. Mm-hmm. And then a uh, guy that I know very well, Robert Rainford. Maybe you've heard of this name, mm-hmm. Rockin' Ronnie shoechuck who was a old-school podcaster back in the day. I don't even know what he's up to, but Rockin' Ronnie comes to mind. Yeah.
1: Had him on the show last year.
0: Where do you stand on Maddie and Kiki? Uh, I'm a fan. Fan? Uh, They've got their
1: uh, yeah. I've had them on. Yeah, had them on the show. They're uh, super, super people. Uh, You know, not different style of getting their message across than what I have. They're a little more uh, upbeat and uh, fancy. I tend to be fancy. I'm a little more laid back, I guess you could say. But uh, no, super people and. doing a great job and spreading the word and getting there, uh, building their brand, right? They're, uh, they figured out a way to do it and they're doing a great job of it. So,
0: Who do you think is the most influential Canadian live fire personality? Last question of hmm.
1: Um. I'd say it would probably be those first two you mentioned. Uh, Ted Reeder and, uh, and DivaQ would be, uh, be right up there.
0: Ryan? You're wrong. Sorry. Uh You're wrong. Sam? Of course, we all know. And he doesn't know this, that the most influential live fire Canadian is Sam the Cookie. Four million Uh, YouTube subscribers, 15 regional Emmys. He told Hoda Cape and Kathy Lee Gifford to shut the fuck up when he was on the Today Show. He didn't say it like that, per se. That's what he meant. And the list goes on. He's always cooking on a grill or a flat top or a smoker. Again, I don't think he realizes the live-fire pull that he has. I'm not just saying that because he's my best friend in the world and I would cry if he ever passed away. But maybe I am saying that because of that. But when I look at it as a whole, he's probably the most influential. Now, Canadian living in Canada? Ooh, boy. Yeah. Now so I got to pick.
1: That probably, I think uh, Diva Q, she spends a oh, chunk well, of her time she's, down in,
0: uh, in Florida. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. She's, she's in Florida, so she doesn't count anymore. So I yeah. think then we so probably that, come to a confluence of agreement that Ted Reader is the man. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ted Reader. Yeah. He he, was, and he's, uh, he's, a, he's a character. Have you met him in person?
1: No, just uh, had him on oh. the podcast yep. and uh, actually caught him on another. Uh, there's a couple guys one out in ontario and one in bc that do a weekly live instagram and he was their guest last week and he oh, I saw uh, that he, yeah he uh, he went off
0: well ted is a beauty and he's always been yep. a great friend of the show and a great guest of the show uh, over the yep. 14 years that we've done it so uh we're talking with Ryan Sanderson you can find him over at the eat more barbecue podcast available on all the podcast platforms of course Ryan really appreciate the time this evening learning a little bit about you and what the podcast looks to cover and continued success, my friend. We'll look forward to episode 200 coming at the end of next month.
1: Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it, folks. Have a great uh, great evening. You
0: got it. There he is, Ryan Sanders, the host of the Eat More Barbecue podcast, which is great. If you like live fire stuff, covering a little bit of a different area, subscribe to Ryan. You'll love it. All right. Let's go ahead and break quick we'll come to wrap up the show right after this stick around we'll be right back whole packers full racks
2: legs and thighs injecting butts If you've never heard this before you might think you found the best triple x show ever let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today craig rimpy
0: all right we are back we thank ryan sanderson from the eat more barbecue podcast for joining us last segment, let's go ahead and make tracks out of here. All the way back in the first hour, Malcolm Reed from How to Barbecue Right, doing our personal barbecue roundtable this month covering brisket. Last month it was pork butt. Next month it will be ribs, so look forward to that. After Malcolm, we were joined by Cosmo from Cosmo's Q. We had a great conversation about what it would take for him to sell his company. And I'm on the fence if he's going to be there as still owner, CEO, creator of Cosmo by the end of the year or not. He, he gave me a moment to pause and rethink. Great conversation there. Second hour, Sam the Cooking Guy joined us. We played the ever-famous What Does Sam Like Best game and uh, Chris won a cast iron pan and closing it out this evening was Ryan from the Eat More Barbecue podcast. So we appreciate all the guests here. As always, big show planned for you next week. Meathead will be back in after missing last month. That was my doing because of Jeremy Anderson interview. Also, Robert Boss will be in amongst a cast of other characters. So how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001. I will never forget Till next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. up this
4: is jm host of the celebrity grill podcast on itunes and you're listening to
3: the barbecue central radio network all barbecue and grilling all the time